Welcome to the Become Her podcast, where we'll be spotlighting women of color who are leaving their mark on the world and sharing actionable insights you can start applying today to begin your level up journey. So get ready to become her, the woman you want and were designed to be. Let's go, ladies. Hello, friends and family. Welcome back to another episode of Become Her. I hope you are having a fantastic week, and I am so glad that you chose to spend some of your time with me. So today, we will be talking about, and I hope, learning from one of the most famous politicians in America at the moment. And it's not the Vice President of the United States, impressive as she may be. I'm not talking about her. Not today. Today, I am talking about lawyer, voting rights activist, and New York Times bestselling author, Stacey Abrams, also known as the woman who turned Georgia blue for the first time in 28 years, helping the Democratic Party secure victory in the 2020 presidential election. Now, Stacey has an impressive resume. She is a Yale Law graduate. She served in the Georgia House of Representatives for 11 years, and she was the 2018 Democratic nominee for governor of Georgia. But most recently, you may have heard that she was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize for her work to promote nonviolent change via the ballot box. I salute her nomination. She is building fraternity amongst people. She is advocating for democracy through her fight for fair and accessible elections. She is deserving at least in my opinion. However, the Nobel Peace Prize is not the first award that comes to my mind when I think of Stacey Abrams. Personally, I would give Stacey the heavyweight trophy because I believe she is a fighter and she is knocking out her political opponents left and right. In fact, fighting for what's right is burned into her DNA. Stacey fought when she was not awarded her $50 prize after winning a middle school essay contest all because the woman awarding the prize didn't believe a black girl could have won. She fought when she and her parents were denied entry to the governor's mansion because the security guard didn't believe she was one of the high school valedictorians that had been invited to meet the governor. And she continues to fight against voter suppression and political corruption to this day. I say all this to say that I would back Stacy in a fight, and I'd trust her to fight for me. But since I don't know Stacy, and I'm assuming none of you know Stacy. we'll have to learn from her by studying her. And here's what I've learned so far. First, to be an effective fighter, you have to have a plan. During a TED Talk a few years ago, Stacy said that she approaches every decision by asking herself three critical questions. What do I want? Why do I want it? And how am I going to get it? So when you are fighting for what you want, start with clarity. What is it? What do you really, really want? And be honest with yourself. Nobody's going to know but you. Now ask yourself, is what you want attainable? Don't underestimate yourself. Remove emotion from the equation and put that vision out there without fear or judgment. That's step one. Once you know what you want, figure out why you want it. It shouldn't be because it's what you're supposed to have or supposed to do. You need to have a burning reason to do it. Your why has to be greater than your what. Don't make the mistake of moving from what to how without cementing your why in your mind. Because when you fail, as we usually do, you'll have that why to hold on to. 
Once you know what you want and you know why you want it, you need to know how you're going to do it. What steps, and that means actions for all of my fellow daydreamers, what steps are you going to take? What resources do you have? What resources do you need? Do you need to read up on business, get a coach, find an accountability partner? Get those things in place and then start. The second lesson we can take from Stacy's very public journey is to ignore your critics. There will always be naysayers. People say prostitution is the oldest profession, but I think critics are right up there with them. Critics work for free and never take time off. People who have nothing better to do always have time to give you their opinion on what you should or should not be doing. But we're not going to listen to them. Just like Stacy did not listen to her friends and advisors when some of them told her that she should not run for governor of Georgia. That's right, her friends told her not to run. Why? Because she was in debt. Stacy had over $100,000 in student debt and owed the IRS over $50,000 in deferred taxes. She was on a payment plan. That's right, she was a real person dealing with real money issues like most of us. And that apparently disqualified Miss Abrams from trying to help her fellow citizens with their personal issues. Try to make that make sense. And people weren't necessarily off base with their advice because the media did try to shame her for her debt. But she persevered. She ran anyway. And she ran an electrifying race in Georgia that she almost won. And this leads me to the final lesson I'm going to touch on. You can turn your failures into fuel to push you forward. Stacy put up a tough fight to win the 2018 governor's race in Georgia. She was the first black woman to become a gubernatorial nominee for a major party in the United States. And she received more votes at the time than any other Democratic nominee in the state's history. She had a good chance of winning. But despite her effort, she did indeed lose to the incumbent, Brian Kemp, by 50,000 some odd votes. You're probably wondering how that happened. Stacy was too. And she found out that Brian Kemp's office had suppressed up to 80,000 votes. So in the end, while she conceded that Brian Kemp would be sworn in as governor of Georgia, she didn't concede the race. She wasn't finished fighting. Instead, Stacy launched Fair Fight to ensure every American has a voice in their election system through programs such as the Fair Fight 2020, an initiative to fund and train voter protection teams in 20 battleground states. And when the next monumental election came around, which was fall 2020, Stacy and her team were ready, and they helped turn Georgia blue. Now, according to Stacy, how you respond to setbacks is what defines your character. She goes on to say that you can't go backward, and you can't stand still. So no matter what happens, whether you fail or stumble, the only way is forward. So this week, this year, ladies, let's push forward. Let's push forward through fear and through doubt. Marshal your forces, drown out the outer and inner critics, and move forward to get what you really, really want. 
thank you so much for joining today's podcast. If anything you heard resonated with or inspired you, please leave a review and be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. As you go through this week, remember to stay humble, stay grateful, and stay grinding. You've got this, and we've got each other. Till next time. 